If you are a wine lover or a student of wine, you have probably heard the term second label, and maybe you weren't sure exactly what it meant. Well, today I'm diving into these hidden gems that are often overshadowed by their more famous wine siblings, but they are a treasure trove of quality taste and great values and are cherished wines by savvy wine lovers around the world. So if you're interested to learn about what a second label is, why they are a must-know for anyone from a casual sipper to serious collectors, what makes them such a smart buy, and I'm also going to share how you can use the Wine Spectator Top 100 Wines of the Year to find some really great value wines. So if you're ready, let's get started and dive right into this secret underworld of second label wines. Let's get started. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Wine Shop Talk. I'm your host, Smalia Aaron Roser, and I'm so happy that you're here with me today. If we haven't met before, it's lovely to have you here. And if we have, welcome back. Now, for those of you who are new, you should know that I've been a professional sommelier for over 20 years now, and it's my passion and my privilege to make learning about wine not only fun and easy, but also practical, meaning I want to make sure that you leave every episode with some real-life hints and tips that you're able to use right away to help you find wines that you are going to love and be able to share with family and friends. I want you to think of me as your very own practical sommelier. And on that note, this week's episode is filled with fantastic practical tips as I'm going to break down the world of second label wines for you. And if you haven't heard about second wines before, not to worry. We're going to start right at the beginning. This is like all topics in wine. One of those rabbit holes that you can dive into and keep going. I'm going to scratch the surface and get you in a good starting place and make that connection between the wine spectator top wines of the year and how you can use second labels to get some fantastic wines if maybe some of those top wines are not in your budget or even available for you to purchase for your collection. So let's start at the beginning and let me define what is a second label wine. Basically, the best description I have for you is that a second label, and sometimes there's a third and a fourth and even a fifth label, but they are wines that are produced by a very prestigious or famous or well-known winery but they're sold under a different label, usually at a lower price point than the winery's top flagship wine. Sometimes this is where the secret savvy part comes in, is that it's not always obvious that a label is made by the top tier winery. It's a little bit of an insider's track, or let's call it like a secret menu under the table. You need to know somebody to know somebody. Well, today you've all been introduced into the Wine Savvy Club, and now you're going to know about second labels and how to look for them. When you're buying second labels, there's a couple of key benefits that I want to share with you. The first is, is that you are going to benefit from the same quality winemaking experience that goes into the top tier wine of that winery. You're also going to benefit from their vineyard management. And while the grapes from the second label wine may not always come from the same vineyard, they may come from younger vineyards, for example, they are going to be treated and cared for in the same method as the vineyard for the top tier wine. So you are going to benefit from all of that expertise and experience that the top wine gets. You're just going to get, let's call it the younger sibling version of it. You're also going to get Brand Heritage Association. This means that even though maybe not everyone in the world knows that a second label wine is attached to its older sibling, the winery knows, and they are going to want to maintain their brand reputation. And so even though it is considered a lesser wine, and I say this in air quotes, it still has that brand behind 
the wine and the quality of the product in the bottle. So they offer great values with experience behind them. They're also a great learning experience. And second, wine labels are really fun, not only from a cost point of view. You can look up potential aging winemaking techniques. You have to think if you are a winery producing a top tier wine, your budget is going to be a little bit different of what's available to you in regards to technology, wine barrels, the talent of the winemakers. And so you, again, are going to be able to benefit from this. And it's a really fun rabbit hole, so to speak, to dive down and use these second label wines as a way to learn about expertise that is happening at the winery. This is a way for you to experience the wines, the grapes, the vineyard management, and the winemaking from that producer. A question I get asked often about saying the label wine is, are they done all around the world? So if you are in your favorite wine store and you have some wines that are sort of behind glass or behind the counter, so to speak, do all of those wines then have a second label? Sometimes yes, sometimes no. It's going to be a winery's choice. Sometimes not all vintages will you have a second label. So that's something else to watch for. So you are going to leave this episode with a little bit of wine homework to do, to do a little research about wines you'd like to know about. Now, the concept of second labels, where it all began, is it's most famously associated with prestigious wineries in old world regions like Bordeaux. And while not all areas around the world have adopted this practice in the same way, it has become a fun way for wineries to use excess grapes or potentially play a little bit with some different winemaking techniques while still maintaining their top tier wine. It allows them a different channel of taking that expertise and what they're known for and broadening their practices and market dynamics. Now, when we talk about Bordeaux, which is really the home base of second label wines, and sometimes they will have third, fourth, fifth label wines. Again, it can depend on the vintage and the amount of grapes for that harvest. But many of the second label wines use the grapes that were just not quite good enough for the top tier wines, but that doesn't mean that they're bad. It means that they're just a little bit off what the winemaker wanted for the top tier, but they are still excellent grapes. So you're getting the benefit of the grapes that came into second place of the best wines of the world. So just put that in perspective of the quality of grapes that are going to go in. Those grapes grew up potentially in the same vineyards as the grapes are being used to make the, the top tier wine, but they didn't make the cut. So you're going to get the benefit of all of that winemaking care and vineyard management in your second label wine. Now, other areas will see this as well. You'll find wines from Italy, definitely coming out of Napa and California. And it, this is a growing trend with second label wines. But in great vintages, this becomes a way for you to be able to try the wines without needing to spend the money for the top tier wine and experience the grapes development over time because potentially with the second label wine, you can pick up a few more bottles to keep in your cellar and be able to track and monitor and do tasting notes on how that wine is evolving for you. Now, let me give you a few examples of second label wines because I'm sure you're wondering like, how do I know? Because I will tell you, you have definitely walked by them in the wine store. Let's start with some examples from Bordeaux the home base of second label wines. So Chateau Margaux, beautiful top tier, one of our top five wines of the region of Bordeaux. Chateau Margaux 
Its second label is Pavillon Rouge de Chateau Margaux. So this does have Chateau Margaux in the second label. So when you're shopping, you're going to look for Pavillon Rouge de Chateau Margaux. Then we have Chateau Mouton Rothschild. Again, another first growth in Bordeaux. This wine is one of the top wines of the world. Its second label is Le Petit Mouton. So the small mouton. So this, the younger brother, if you will. Then Chateau Palmer, you may have seen in the wine store. Chateau Palmer's second wine is called Alter Ego. So you can see some fun play of words. So those are a few examples from Bordeaux. Now, if we're looking at Napa or into California, which many of you maybe are enjoying California wines, many of you will know Camus Vineyard. It's very popular. You'll see it in restaurants. Definitely not always in the budget for a regular Tuesday night. But did you know that the second label for Camus is Liberty School? And you've probably seen this wine as well and walked right by it. But again, when you pick up a bottle of Liberty School, very different price point from Camus, but you are going to get all the benefit of the vineyard management and the winemaking expertise in that wine. So it's a great way to learn and study and try different wine styles. Now, there are some wineries who will just not do a second label. They they won't do it. They have decided that they do a top wine. And if they have any excess grapes, they're not sharing what they do with them. Famous examples of this are going to be the wine Petrus, which you may have heard of before coming out of Bordeaux. Again, a very famous wine. Petrus, there is no second label for Petrus. And coming out of California, you may have heard of a wine called Screaming Eagle. Screaming Eagle also does not do a second label. If both of these wineries have excess grapes, they're not sharing where they're going. So this is where a little bit of homework comes in, in that if you have a favorite wine or wine you've always wanted to try, you've heard about it, you've seen it behind glass, this is where Google can be your friend and you can look up. Does this winery have a second label that I could try. So here are my tips for how are you going to find out about second label wines? Because hopefully after this episode, you'll be a bit inspired to do a bit of research. Think of what's been on your wines that I would love to try if there was no such thing as a budget. This is what I tried. So my first recommendation is for you to research all the prestigious to research your most coveted wineries and look into them. Find out about if they have second label wines. You'll be able to generally see this on the winery's website or definitely Google can be your friend. And just by putting in, does Winery X have a second label? Then you're going to have to look up some tasting notes for each one. And once you know the wines you want to look into for second labels, my recommendation is Find the tasting note somewhere, somewhere on the planet. Somebody has tasted the wine or done a review of the wines that you are looking into and read the top tier wine and then read the wine tasting note for the second label. See where they're different and where they are similar. This is going to give you an idea about what you could expect in the glass. Your favorite wine store can help here as well. They're going to let you know what's available and potentially when some of the second label wines are going to come in. Sometimes these come in small batches, depending on how much is available. So it's just something if you do have a favorite wine store that you like to work with, let them know that you're interested so they can keep you in the know of what's arriving. And of course, attend tastings. If you get the opportunity to sit down and try some of these wines, first labels, of course, second labels, definitely, then you want to take advantage of grabbing a seat in that tasting and be able to taste those wines 
in an educational setting. Now let's talk about how you can use Wine Spectator's Top 100 list and Vintage Reports to help you find some great second label wines. Wine Spectator just released their Top 100 Wines of 2023. And if you have taken a look, there are some incredible wines on that list. And a Brunello is the top wine of this year. Incredible. Love Brunello. Amazing. And Argiano is a fantastic house. So when you're talking about Brunello, the second label for Brunello is always going to be a Rosso. This is built into the Italian system. So when you're looking at Wine Spectator's top list and you see Brunello, amazing. If you'd like to buy Brunello, definitely do it. But the second label in the Italian wine system for Brunello is a Rosso di Montepulciano. So you can buy the Rosso of that Brunello, if that makes sense. So the Italian wine system actually has a second label, if you will, built into Brunello already. But for the Bordeaux wines on the list are coming from the 2018, 2020 vintages. These were great vintages. You'll read through, you'll see some being described as a classic, almost perfect vintage. When you look at vintage report, they will give you a clue if they are great years to pick up a second label wine. Because in a great vintage, obviously the top tier wines are going to be very, very sought after. So are the second label wines. And this is where by doing a little bit of homework, by being prepared, by having your wine wish list ahead of time, you'll be able to jump on some of those wines when they become available in your favorite shop because they will go fast. Because now that you know this secret savvy information, other people know it too. But second labels during great vintages are a fantastic way to experience wonderful wines at a more economical price. Great vintages are also great years to pick up rosés from top wines. That's just, I love rosé. If you do too, I will highly recommend that if you love rosé wines and you see rosé from a top year vintage, the rosés are going to be delicious as well. And something just as a side note, not a second label, just a personal tip. But your wine spectator list, if you go through it and you think there's no way that I'm A, going to be able to find these wines, and B, they're not in my budget right now unless I win the lottery. Second labels are your new best friend, but they do take a little bit of work just to research. And that starts with you identify what are your coveted wines, what wines are on your wish list, and start to break them down. But you will find that some wineries do not participate in second labels, like I mentioned, Screaming Eagle and Petrus, for example. And other wineries do. And Mouton Rothschild, for example, well, we have Le Petit Mouton as their second label. Mouton actually has five under labels under their wines. There are always wines out there that are hidden gems and second labels definitely fall in that category. So I hope that you have enjoyed diving into the fascinating world of second label wines with me today. And you have a better understanding of the hidden gems that are waiting out there for you to discover them that promise exceptional taste, incredible winemaking experience, and all of that without breaking the bank and they're easy on your wallet. So remember, when you're exploring second label wines, it's about discovery. I encourage you to venture out and try some of these remarkable wines for yourself. Who knows, your new favorite wine might just be a second label wine just waiting to be uncorked. If you have any questions or comments about today's episode, please reach out at hello at winegirlacademy.com or feel free to come say hello on Instagram or TikTok at Wine Girl Academy. You'll find me there as well. 
and I want to wish you all a wonderful week. I know it's been a crazy time with all of the Black Friday emails and sales and all of that going on. So maybe just a little bit of wine homework on the computer, looking up some great wines that you want to try is a nice, peaceful way to spend an evening or do a little research this weekend. As always, be sure to like, share, and subscribe so you never miss an episode. New episodes come out every Tuesday. I want to wish you a wonderful week. Cheers to you. Bye now.